This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac, and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome to Magic Drive Time. It is presented by International Diamond Center, per usual. Jake Chapman, your host with you in our Maitland RDV studios, Monday, January 6th, as the Magic gets set for the Brooklyn Nets tonight at Amway Center. Big game playoff-wise. We'll see the Washington Wizards on Wednesday, and then it's out west for a an odyssey throughout the Western Conference. So very important. Try to get this W tonight, and again, you're a game behind the Brooklyn Nets for the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. Starting to look like the top six seeds are going to be kind of, um, you know, sort of set in stone in the Eastern Conference. So as of right now, you got the Magic and the Nets fighting for those final two spots. And then you got a couple teams right behind you, Charlotte and Chicago. you got to keep your eye on, certainly. So it'd be great if the Magic could get the W here tonight and uh, pull even for that seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. My guest this evening, you know him from OrlandoMagic.com. You know him from Magic Drive Time. He is Dan Savage. Hello, Daniel. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for stopping by in studio uh, for the program tonight on your way down to Amway Center. I guess let's just go back to last week. It, it, what a crazy, what, 72 hours or so for the Magic to kick off 2020. Not to mention David Stern, our Commissioner Emeritus, passing away and, and, and sort of, you know, that was a jolt, I think, to the entire NBA family. Um, but Without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. I mean, I came from the league. Yeah, actually, and... you, let's get your perspective on that. What What did you feel like when, when that happened, and, and can you provide any insight about them? Uh, it was it was an absolute blow. Uh, you know, I remember going into the full staff meetings and, and uh, company parties with, with David Stern, and he just had such a command of a room. Uh, it drew so much attention. And at the time, I was with the league back 2005, 2006. He was adamant that the NBA could be the number one sport in the country. And it was kind of like one of those things where there's some people in the room who are kind of like, yeah, okay. You know, uh, baseball was so far ahead at that time. The NFL uh, was on its way to becoming a powerhouse. And the NBA, in some eyes, was almost equal to hockey. Right. And now, you know, that's not nearly that out of the 50, question. That wasn't even that long ago when you think about it. No, not at all. It was post-Jordan. And so I thought Steve Clifford said it best when he was talking about David Stern. He, his his quality as a leader was he was able to have a vision and get other people to believe in it, and he certainly did that from the NBA. And you know, just in the few interactions I had with him, uh, he was funny. Uh, once he found out I was a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and he did a two minute bit. This was at the time the Bengals were having all their arrests about how I was going to steal everything at the Christmas party. <laughs> And it was it was hilarious at the same time, you know, you're not going to go back at the commissioner at the NBA no, when you're starting not? off your career. So I had, I had to sit there and take that. And then uh, the other one, I was accepting an award for OrlandoMagic.com on behalf of a great staff that we have here uh, in 2011. And he said at the time when I was accepting it, uh, you know, ask for more money because you're worth double whatever they're paying you because this is the future. All the other stuff we're talking about at these league meetings – don't mean anything. Digital is the future. And he was certainly right about that and had a great sense of that. And when you look at the way the NBA captured the digital landscape Mm -hmm. over the other major sports, uh, you talk about why the NBA is where it's now and digital is a huge part of that. 
I mean, he took over in 1984, and we and you always hear the stories about how in the 70s the finals games were on tape delay, and and we know what the league was like at that point. And obviously, the expansion of the league, he had his his fingerprints all over that. I mean, the city of Orlando owes David Stern specifically a great debt of gratitude for that. But to me, I think what makes him stand out is exactly what you just said. Over 30 years for somebody his age to have the foresight, not just for digital. Um, how about the world getting smaller and him and building the the brand of international basketball? I mean, he was so forward thinking, and people don't think of him as you know Steve Jobs as 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 a tech mind that changed the world. People tend to think of him as kind of a you know sort of iron fisted ruler and leader, and certainly there were elements of that in there as well. But he was so, he had such foresight um, to to always be two, three, four steps ahead. And Adam Silver certainly has taken that mantle and run with it. But I think, I mean, it's rare that you find people in those levels of, of power who, who are willing to listen and willing to learn and willing to, to not be that rigid. No, he certainly had his view of things. And there are a few stories I could give where he's a little bit more iron-fisted. Sure. But, uh, you know, in terms of growing the game globally, all you have to do is look at this Orlando Magic roster Absolutely. that we've had over the years. Is Vooch here? Is Evan Fournier here? Uh, we've heard Fournier say, you know, Bor- his commercial with Boris Dia was such an inspiration to his career getting jump-started. And, you know, he went from being a kid in a commercial to now playing for an NBA team. And the Orlando Magic have had a ton of international players just over the last 10 years on this roster. And it's a tribute to David Stern opening the game up uh, at times when there was even criticism for it. Why are you focusing on that? It should be growing back home. I remember those debates. And, in, you know, as you look back on it, David Stern's vision for that has certainly paid great dividends for this game. Yeah, I talked to Ken Birch this morning, and, I, and we were talking about Canadian basketball. There were four Canadian first-round picks last year, six overall. And if you don't think that that has a lot to do with the Toronto Raptors coming into existence, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, he and, and that's that's a more, you know, I mean, Canada is just, yeah. just right over the border. Neighbor that's a more north. domestic sort of uh, element to it. But um, certainly he'll be missed. And and he's none of us are here um, without David Stern. So you, you start off 2020 with that two minutes into that game against Washington. J.I. goes down. It looks bad right away. Team goes out there and, and houses them by what, 21 points. After the game, starting to feel like, okay, well, he's walking around on it. He's in great spirits. And then we get the bombshell the next day that he's going to be out indefinitely. And then on Friday, the team goes out with Ken Birch playing power forward uh, in the starting lineup, for crying out loud. And they play probably their best game of the season. How how have you? And then and then on Saturday, Utah came, and that is, to me, a, a, a team that I could easily see winning the finals this year. That's a championship-caliber team for sure. Uh, the last couple of days, how what, what's been kind of the prevailing thought with what the Magic have gone through the last few days and where they are right now? Well, I think that Steve Clifford looked at the film of that Utah game, and he saw a little bit about what, what you talked about. Sometimes you look at film, even when you have a good game, and you look back at it, and you know you're like, you know what? The other team just missed some shots. Right. Uh, they had a few mistakes in that Utah game, no doubt, that they worked on correcting on today and shoot around. But nonetheless, Utah was on fire, and they won six in a row for a reason. And I, like you, really respected this Utah roster entering the season. I think they are built and constructed to be a phenomenal regular season team. Mm-hmm. I think the test for them will be. We see in the playoffs it comes down to a lot more isolation and star power. 
will they adjust to that? But I think they're perfectly built for the regular season. They're going to be a tremendous team. They're constructed like a puzzle where all the pieces just fit together really well. And in some ways, I'm not saying that it's helped them overall, but in some ways I think the Conley injury, putting the ball back in Donovan Mitchell's hands, adjusting their lineup a little bit, has made them, for the short term, a a better basketball team as they still try to figure out how to work them in there. And uh, on the other side of things for the Orlando Magic, when you're trying to make adjustments and figure out, okay, we're going to have Ken Birch playing the four, how we're going to go back in transition – uh, you saw some plays where coming back in transition, both Mo Bamba and Cam Birch went to guard the five, and that left an e- open three-point shooter. So I think that's going to be the focus, is you have a lot of guys whose natural inclination is to play a different position, and in those quick you know, one-second reaction moments, they have to adjust, and I think that's what they're going to work on over the following shoot-arounds and practice time when they get it. Nobody can replace what J.I. does defensively, and, I, you know, Specifically, it's probably going to be on a night-to-night basis, Ken Birch or Wessel Wundu, but it's got to be everybody, right? When you think about how you try to to fill that that void, and it's a big void, absolutely, who do you think needs to step up first and foremost? I mean, I guess your your initial answer would be Aaron Gordon because he's probably going to be checking um, the best you know, 3-4 on a night-to-night basis, but where else? I mean, it's, it's going to take a team effort to replace him. No, no doubt, and I think night-to-night for Aaron Gordon, too, he may be playing more four one night right. and then more three one night. So it's it's going to be a real mental test for Aaron Gordon over the next month or two as his team you know continues to wait to figure out how how Ji is going to react and and get reevaluated in about two months. So for Aaron Gordon, it's going to be a mental test night in and night out. And then there's that open slot, and that's where in this league you wait for that opportunity. So Wessel Wundu is going to get the first crack at it. I think there's going to be nights where Melvin Frazier gets some more minutes. Mm-hmm. He's put on a lot of work. He's, we've seen him in the G League have some great performances. Does he take a step up? Uh, we've heard Steve Clifford speak endlessly about how he trusts Emil Jefferson. Emil Jefferson put out some uh, you know good minutes in that Miami game. Do we see him you know do that do that again? So it'll be interesting to to watch this team over the over the next couple of months because I think you're going to see some nights where a lot's going to be thrust onto Wes and shoulders and on other nights uh, where it's going to be Ken Birch. And, you know, on top of that, uh, it would be a real nice time for that uh, Magic draft pick from two years ago to take another leap, both defensively and offensively, because as we saw with J.I. at the end of last year, him starting to make that leap really propelled this team into the playoffs. If Mo Bamba can, you know, take another step where, where you're going to him and he's creating additional space for Terrence Ross and teams have to start to adjust to that, where he's knocking his three-point shot down consistently, uh, that can certainly help this team. And I even look in the starting lineup and I say, it'd be great if defensively, if if Markel and Evans stepped up, because there is absolutely a ripple effect, especially when you're going um, kind of matchup to matchup, night to night, um, you know, against a for instance, a, a team that might be a little bit smaller, um, you, you know, it, it would be great if Evan could could check a three um, and, and provide a, some more options for you. So I think, I mean, it's it's going to take a certainly up and down the roster to replace a guy like J.I. I mean, Cliff said, he's like, he's so important. I ask so much of him that um, not one person is going to step in and fill the void for Jonathan Isaac. It's Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you. Dan Savage with me in our Magic Studios getting set for the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Let's talk a break in here. We'll come back and we'll talk Brooklyn a little bit. Hey, series uh, series of Orlando Magic games at Amway Center. All for one low price with the All-Star Fast Break Pass. Purchase one pass for only 59 bucks. See four Magic games January through March. 
Visit orlandomagic.com slash fastbreak to purchase your pass today. Don't miss out. This deal won't last long. More Magic Drive Time when we come back right here, 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, pack the Amway Center and cheer on the Magic as they face some of the biggest names in the NBA. Show your pride for Magic above all, and don't miss the biggest matchups of the season against teams like the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, and Los Angeles Clippers. Be there live when players like Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, and Kawhi Leonard come to town. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. See big games above all. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit orlandomagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving, we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Evan Health. Feel whole. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do the do. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168, equal housing. Hey, Magic fans. When the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. 
That's right, celebrate a magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. This is Steve Clifford of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Welcome back, Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman with you in our Magic Studios. Dan Savage with me. Magic Nets coming your way uh, in about a half an hour on the Magic Radio Network. And we're talking about trying to replace Jonathan Isaac and, and what needs to happen moving forward. One thing that can happen is you just outscore teams. <laughs> that, that certainly helps. That, that certainly helps if you get a guy like Terrence Ross going, which he's been outstanding um, the last couple games. Ken Birch in the rotation, certainly. You can see, we, you and I were chatting screen assists this morning. Ken Birch is a guy who provides a whole bunch of space, the Birch tree, when he's setting screens like that um, and freeing up Terrence Ross. And, you know, we've known all season long how important T. Ross's offense um, off the bench or in there with the starters. Um, to close out games is for this team. And if T. Ross can keep going the way we've seen him the last couple nights, Magic are going to be just fine. No, he's been phenomenal of late. You know, since December 1st, uh, he's made 40% of his threes Mm. during that time and 44% off uh, catch-and-shoot threes. But Josh Cohen of OrlandoMagic.com had a great stat that, you know, entering uh, yesterday's action, uh, Terrence Ross ranked number one in off-screen points. So Kem Birch, the Birch Tree, Birch Beer, whatever you want to call him, uh, you know, has certainly done a played a role in that. But he's knocking him down tremendously off-screens. And you look at the other names in that category: Doug McDermott, J.J. Redick, Boyan Bogdanovich, uh, and Buddy Heald. Mm. That's an elite shooting group. And if he's leading the way in that, that certainly helps. The other guy. Uh, we haven't touched on is Vooch, who uh, is second right now in the NBA in pick and roll, uh, roll man scoring per game. So he's right up there with uh, Sabonis, who's leading the way currently for Indiana. So the the Magic are are finding uh, some guys that can help them get going offensively. Steve Clifford touched on it a little while back that they were going to relook at ways to get Ross open, and I think you know as we've seen over these last few games, as he's been on a torrid streak scoring. You know, over 20 points per game in these last three, uh, he he is a weapon that can help them. And if they find ways to get him open, he's dangerous both as a shooter and somebody who'll make the right play. I was doing a hit earlier today with Shot Doctor, and he asked me about Vooch specifically and his leadership. And you know, I, I don't think anybody expects Vooch to peel the pain if the team's down 10 at halftime. But I thought you saw in, in that Utah game that third yes, quarter, did. right? He came out on a mission. And so that's a form of leadership is my team needs me right now. I'm going to yam on Rudy Gobert and I'm going to have a quarter against a guy that no, people don't have quarters like Vooch's third uh, on Saturday night against Rudy Gobert very often. I think Vooch absolutely can be really on both sides of the floor. I mean, because he, he is a better defensive player than given credit for. But, you know, if he if he gets mad and he takes over a game offensively or he starts dominating the glass, that's going to have that ripple effect across the rest of the roster. I mean, they need him to play his best basketball the rest of the way. No question. I think Vooch, by his nature, is just a natural playmaker. Yeah. He'll evaluate a situation and he'll just make the right play off of it. I think what you saw in that third quarter is something that you know I kind of like to see a little bit more out of him is when the team hits a certain funk that he goes, you know what, I'm going to take this moment over and, you know, playmaking be damned. It's going to be, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to 
put on my shoulders to take over and score some buckets and try to dr- create some opportunity for others later. And I think we saw that in the stretch where he dunks on Gobert. I, I thought he had a little bit of that in the in the Miami game as well. Yeah. So it, it'll be interesting to see if with Isaac being out, he also puts uh, an additional uh, weight on his shoulders because he's certain, certainly capable of handling it. And that's why the Magic invested so much in him this offseason. This Brooklyn team is... Kind of confusing. I mean, right now, yeah. it's basically the team from last year without D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> I mean, Kyrie hasn't played since November. He talked to the media over the weekend. It sounded like, I mean, he was basically laying the groundwork that he's not going to play at all this year. Um, and, and who knows what his deal is. He's dealing with a shoulder impingement, had a cortisone shot at the end of December, um, and those things can last months. So he's basically just waiting until his shoulder hurts again, uh, but said he's feeling good right now. But obviously, you bring in Kevin Durant, you know he's going to be rehabbing all season, and the plan is moving forward. Um, it sounds like to kind of figure out who fits with those guys moving forward. This is sort of an audition year for the rest of them, which if you're Kenny Atkinson or if you're a Brooklyn season ticket holder, you don't want to hear that right now. Um, but with that said, they, they've been really, really bad as of late. They started out the season really well, but it's Spencer Dinwiddie right now. I mean, that guy is playing all-star caliber basketball, and I think that's where you start your scouting report with these guys I, I, is with Spencer and I don't even know. I mean, Spencer gets into the paint. He uses that sort of his frame and his smarts to get to the free throw line quite a bit. He's just one of those sort of unorthodox players who has found a way to make it work. I covered him in Detroit, Dan. He couldn't get on the floor. I mean, Stan yeah. cut him loose. Um, he's a really smart kid, and he's 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 kind of an odd bird, but uh, he's playing his butt off right now. No, no question. They certainly still have weapons, and we've seen, if anything, with uh, Kenny Atkinson coach teams, is they're going to play hard and they're going to try not to make mistakes. Uh, although, th- and another thing is, you don't want a team that's lost five straight coming in because they're going to want one real bad. Flashbacks to Atlanta. Uh, so, so they're going to have this one circled as a, a chance to get right. Uh, but the Kyrie situation, I think the biggest blow for them there is. You'd love to evaluate this season with him to see which guys work around him. And now you're going to have to head into 2020-2021 with not knowing if any of these guys work around either Durant or Kyrie. So instead of inserting one major piece to the puzzle, you may have to insert two. Starting over. If Kyrie turns out to be out for the rest of the season. So that's a big blow for the for even the long-term future of the Nets, even more so than the short-term. When you look at that team, um, defensively they've got some some warts right now. What's a big key for tonight, in your opinion? Uh, the big key for tonight is just getting back in transition, don't giving up easy points. We saw in that Utah Jazz game the Kem Birch and Mo Bamba combination got a little funky at times. I think similarly with, with Vooch and Birch out there. So it's really going to be about eliminating transition points because you don't want to give easy opportunity. And then on the on the second side, we know what other teams game plan for when they're coming for the Orlando Magic. Steve Clifford's touched on this multiple times. They're going to try to take away Vooch and limit Terrence Ross. So will the Magic continue to find ways to get Ross open or will the Nets adjust? That's going to be something I'm going to be watching closely on as the night goes along because we've seen Ross get off pretty well these last couple games. Will that continue, or is the scouting port going to start to adjust and compensate for that? And then if it does, who's going to be the guy in that second unit that's going to step up? Because, you know, the Jonathan Isaac injury has that trickle-down effect to the second unit because now you're asking Wes Wondu to play with the starters, and, you know, those things compound. 
So who's going to be the guy in that second unit that's going to step up if Ross is slowly started to be limited in his functioning? And will it be DJ Augustine who had a great stretch on the road there? Or will will it be a guy like Mo Bamba who is going to get additional opportunity and perhaps you know have the opportunity to show his shot off which we know in stretches he can hit very well. Yeah, there's going to be there are going to be nights where you don't have it from T. Ross. You're going to have to figure out uh, an alternative. He's Dan Savage. Excellent stuff as always He's on Twitter at Dan underscore Savage from OrlandoMagic.com. My name is Jake Chapman. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Magic Drive Time right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Bold, different, daring. From Orange Groves to Orange County, the Orlando Magic City Edition jersey celebrates what makes Central Florida the ultimate destination. The color orange fills the jersey with energy, and the ORL on the front of the jersey makes it truly Orlando. Stop by the team shop at Amway Center Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or visit orlandomagicshop.com today to get your City Edition jersey and be ready to rep the ORL.